This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. From BC, Vancouver news for us. And Carol, we're talking about the fact that we've had three of you from the region in a row on the show. It's called a takeover. Welcome back. Great to be part of the takeover. Thank you. <laughs> I knew that would feel comfortable. And hey, that's all right. We're glad to hear it because all of you are bringing amazing stuff. Um, fall holidays at Mountain View Cemetery, All Souls and Remembrance Day events we've got here. Yes, well, I want to point out from the great takeover that I am wearing my autumn leaf uh, red-orange shirt today. Nice. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, that's part of the audio description of, of my program mm -hmm. because the whole town is full of beautiful orange, red, and yellow trees right now. We've had a little bit of rain today, but um, it has been a really beautiful fall season, and Mountain View Cemetery actually is a place, one of my very favorite places in town because of walking. It is a place that is quiet. It has wide paths. There's very few people there that I can bump into. And it is a beautiful spot on top of a mountain. It's called Mountain View and it's 106 acres. So anyway, at this time of year is an especially beautiful time to go there because they have a festival for all souls. This runs from October 25th to November 1st, just at dusk. And they have candles that are lit and musical tributes. And really, it's an artist-led kind of community event to come together and remember not in a somber way necessarily, but in a kind of spirited way, um, people who have passed. Mm -hmm. So maybe you know or have heard of All Souls. That's on November 1st. They call it mm -hmm. All Souls Festival. Mm. But All Souls is something that comes from many different traditions and is celebrated in Mexico as Day of the Dead. I think Amy was just talking about that holiday. Um, but it's also practiced in, in Italy in a particular way. Um, it, there's, um, all kinds of things connected to Halloween actually that are connected to, um, all souls. And so this festival kind of takes the multicultural approach and invites people to come create their own shrines, write messages, maybe to people who have passed on in their lives in a somewhat celebratory, uh, group recognition kind of way. So, um, it's been going on for 18 years. I've never done it. I'm doing it for the first time this year. And I hope others in the community may come out because it is a beautiful place to be. And it's one of those places, I don't know about you guys, about finding a place to walk where you feel safe. Ooh, oh, yeah. for sure. Well, and I know people, you know, who some people will do that. They'll go to cemeteries because of that exact reason. They're exercised, they're quiet, well, they're comfortable with it. A lot of people aren't comfortable with a cemetery for, for the reasons that what it is. And I think that's a, a thing that a lot of us get in our mind. But uh, truly talk about beauty, talk about feeling free. And if you, whether you have someone there or not in that cemetery, I think it's that closeness, something like this, where you have artist led. I just love to hear that because you really, there's so many different varieties as artists are allowed to be creative. They're supportive, they open mind, but whatever is there, you will find something that touches you and feel that comfort. My 
my parents love the fall. So that would be the kind of walk where I'd feel so close to them, mm. even closer in a cemetery. I always do. But I know it's their time of the year. You know, when you mentioned, Carol, the colors and something I've never been able to see being colorblind, even when I had more vision, it was one of those things that I remember walking with my parents and getting them to describe and tell me the different colors. And some I had somewhat of a concept, but it's just such a wonderful fresh air feeling. Um, and when you couple that on top of the mountain, I'm glad you're taking part. I would love to ask though, when you come back, tell us a little bit about how it felt. Right. Anything else we should know about it too? Well, it goes on nightly between November, uh, sorry, October 25th through November 1st. So there will be shrines that will be present and lit up and they they gather people together. And in fact, I'm glad you brought that up, Kelly, about your feeling about your folks. Apparently, families come with, you know, children and, and they use the opportunity to tell about their parents to their own children. Right. So right. it kind of has a really sweet feeling that way. I yeah, think this and whole I also thing like does. With children, it keeps them from being... Well, it introduces you that a cemetery isn't a scary bad place mm. where we say final goodbyes, Rum. Yeah, I missed out Absolutely. on that, right? Like there's there's so much culturally to this kind of thing, uh, these rituals or this way of connecting with death, um, with people who have passed. And yeah, it is a beautiful way to bring people, children especially, or like younger people into the conversations and into the spaces, like the literal spaces where we're facing um, death and connecting spiritually. I think that's a lovely way to do it and such a respectful way to do it. Do you want to talk next about this event? It's called I Think I'm Falling, the songs of Joni Mitchell, and it's happening at the Belfry Theatre in Victoria with Vocali audio description. So shout out to Vocali again and uh, tell us more about this. Yes, I was happy to hear Vocali being mentioned again. I just love what they do. And this fall, they have so many different offerings at different theaters. But this one grabbed my attention because I'm a huge fan of the Canadian legend, Joni Mitchell. She's one of my very favorite artists. And this is a show that takes all of its text from the lyrics of her songs, which I really feel are poetry. So if anybody out there knows the song like Chelsea Morning or A Case of You or even Big Yellow Taxi, mm. these are songs that drive the text of this show. There are six performers, as I understand it. It runs from October 31st to November 26th. But on the 19th of November, a matinee at two o'clock, it's a Sunday, they are going to have a vocal eye do the audio description. So I suppose that will tell the the life story of Joni Mitchell, you know, she had many famous love affairs with James Taylor and Graham Nash and all of these people. And she also was a Canadian from Saskatchewan who traveled the, the roads and wrote a lot of beautiful songs about that too. And kind of heart stopping songs about her self-discovery. So I just hope that this show will be something I don't go to Victoria that often. I'm doing a special trip from Van oh, Vancouver wow. to see. Yeah, I just uh, am really curious what they do with it. So, um, and tickets, by the way, are on a sliding scale with the lowest being $10. So for the vocal eye thing, yes. um, it, it is approachable. It's really accessible for people. 
I love when this kind of thing happens with arts events where people are so um, inclusive in all the ways, right? Not just with the features and and add-ons or, you know, other accessibility requirements and considerations, but actually saying, and we understand that accessibility expands beyond this. It's into prices of tickets. It's into space and, uh, you know, how you can get there, etc. Do you... Want to say anything about how this show was uniquely created for this theater? Well, I know that the musical director is a fellow called Tobin Stokes, and he had been behind a really interesting musical that he, musical opera that he created with Margaret Atwood some years ago here. So I'm familiar with his music. There Mm -hmm. is also a co-creator who's a director and probably uh, his input is equally um, important. I am not familiar with his work, but it'll be on the notes that are included in the blog, I think, because I included that link. But I I also wanted to just give a shout out as long as I'm on Vocali. Uh, They're having a fundraiser on November 4th, and it's a a musical connection. It's Music Bingo, and it's at a wonderful uh, pub downtown Vancouver called Moose's Down Under that's used for a lot of uh, events that I've attended for the community. Anyway, I just wanted to put in a plug for that too, because Vocali does such a great job in so many different formats as as Amy was discussing. So mm-hmm. um, that'll be a fun evening. That's great. Carol, we're getting tight on time, but all I'm thinking about is how much Tom Decker, the late Tom Decker, would tell us, you guys, I got to come out here to Victoria, and every time we hear about it, it's wonderful, beautiful things like this. Uh, this item that you've got for us to wrap things up, event, it's a accessibility community webinar uh, on the health, on accessible health. You want to get into this with us? Tell us when for this accessible healthcare information to get out there. Yeah. So this is on October 27th. It's a Friday from 1 to 3 p.m. There's a survey that you can take. The link will be on the blog. And this is one of my pet subjects because I think that medical care for people with low vision and and no sight, you know, how is it that we have to fill out forms in the doctor's office? You know, these should be sent in advance. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. So this is a survey to get all of your comments about healthcare out there. And they're going to be presented in a forum with members of the uh, government, the BC local uh, government, as well as members of the healthcare community, NGOs, and people who are advocates for accessibility and health. So this is presented by the Connectra Society, part of the Disability Foundation. They do such great work. And I'm looking forward to this event. Awesome. Carol, fantastic. And there's so many things as soon as you just mentioned this kind of accessibility that you think of, like your example, like my example of when they get up and call my name and say, follow me and walk away. Um, there's just little things that would just make experience so, yeah. so much better. Thank you as usual. Great stuff. Great to speak with you. Take care. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.